a reading from Deuteronomy. Surely this commandment that I am commanding you today is not too hard for you, nor is it too far away. It is not in heaven that you should say, who will go up to heaven for us and get it for us so that we may hear it and observe it? Neither is it beyond the sea that you should say, who will cross over to the other side of the sea for us and get it for us so that we may hear it and observe it? No, this word is very near you. It is in your mouth and in your heart for you to observe. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God.
a reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. As he walked by the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, who is called Peter, and Andrew, his brother, casting a net into the sea, for they were fishermen. And he said to them, Follow me, and I will make you fish for people. Immediately they left their nets and followed him. As he went from there, he saw two brothers, James, son of Zebedee, and his brother John, in the boat with their father Zebedee, mending their nets. And he called them. Immediately they left the boat and their father and followed him. Hear what the Spirit is saying to God's people. Thanks be to God.
I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the power of the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth in the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quickening of the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Let us pray. 
Good evening and welcome to Trinity Cathedral. <laughs> welcome to those Cathedral. To those of you joining us online, we welcome you and we're so glad you're with us as well. Uh, those of you, uh, you who are here this evening, we hope you'll join us for a light supper following Evensong. And as we go into this coming week, a number of things I want you to mark on your calendars, uh, one of which is this Sunday is our uh, Festival of Advent Lessons and Carols. That will be at 4 p.m. here in the Cathedral, of course. That will not be live-streamed. We hope you experience it in person at the time when, uh, when, we, when we gather to sing and celebrate. But it will be offered uh, online later in the week if you are unable to be here in the space. So, but we do hope you'll be with us, if at all possible. It's our third annual service of the Lessons and Carols, uh, and it's such a beautiful service. We hope you'll join us and tell friends, bring everybody uh, you know, to bring, to, to be a part of it. Uh, then next Wednesday is, at a, for the Brown Bag Concert is our annual Messiah Sing. Please join us for that. And then the following Sunday, a week from this Sunday, following the 1115 service, we are going to gather to, uh, to celebrate Todd Wilson, to join him for a festive coffee hour. And then we are going together going to 
duct tape him to the organ uh, at the conclusion of that. So show up, bring your own duct tape, but we might have some as well. Yes. Please join us for soul collage afterwards, immediately following. Grab a bite to eat, go for soul collage. Thank you for that subtle hint. I, li I like that. In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Can you imagine what it's like to not be able to celebrate your own patron saint? This is the scourge of, of being the parish of St. Andrews. I know this well. I was the rector for eight years before being called to Trinity, the rector of St. Andrews Episcopal Church in Greensboro, North Carolina. And let me tell you a little bit of Episcopal fine point rules. Uh, you are allowed to move a, a saint's day uh, to a Sunday to celebrate it if that is your, your patronal feast. Uh, if, you're, if your saint is St. Luke, if your day is St. Matthew, uh, you name it. Un, but not so fast, Andrew, because you cannot do that if your saint happens to fall uh, during a, a season such as Advent. So November 30th, you frequently land right there on Advent, or as it is this week, the week following Christ the King. So you can't ever celebrate, Andrew, unless you move it way back, like early November, and at that point you're like, come on, that doesn't make a bit of sense anyway. So we never really had a chance to gather and celebrate him. So I never had a chance to really dig in and tell you everything that we know historically about Andrew the Apostle which is not much. <laughs> we, we do, there is lots of legend around Andrew, and, and it's, it's, it's interesting just how many nations, how many communities do claim him uh, as their sa patron saints. He really did get around. First of all, before he even met Christ, some of the legend, in fact, one of the Gospels suggests that he was a disciple of John the Baptist. So he may have had a history before he even met Jesus. Uh, but then he follows Jesus. He is the first called, the first to say yes, the first to follow. But if we move ahead after the Gospels, the stories, the legend tell of someone who then carried the word far beyond Galilee, far beyond Palestine, throughout, uh, throughout the East perhaps even as far as Kiev, that is uh, what is regarded as the farthest east that he got, perhaps even establishing the patriarchate at, in Constantinople, which is a curious um, family legacy, isn't that? For Peter to be the establishment of the Western Church, Andrew of the Eastern Church. I would love for someone to discover the true story, the history, the travels of Andrew. But what we do have is a very simple story, but a really profound one. Because Andrew is the first called, the one with that curiosity of spirit, that kind of openness that led him to see in Jesus, in that moment, the one who spoke of, of a presence and a love of God that led him to, to walk away from his very life, from everything, and even to bring his brother along. Andrew may have been the first maven, the first one who with his open heart saw Jesus for who Jesus was and then brought Peter along who didn't have the same issues with humility that Andrew did. And then, of course, later after Christ's crucifixion, resurrection, and ascension, with that same spirit of openness, carried the gospel far beyond the shores, far beyond the immediate confines of where the story began. But to me, the smallest miracle of Andrew is one of the most profound. 
Because each and every one of us, perhaps we grew up in this church, perhaps we came from another place, perhaps we were taught by wonderful mentors who grew up in the faith. What did Andrew have? Andrew had an invitation. If we go back through the millennia, through the centuries, past all those many millions, those hundreds of thousands of faithful mentors and guides, we go all the way back, past the, past the disciples, down to Andrew. There was one faithful, even though we didn't know what that faith meant yet, open-hearted, spiritually hungry human being who heard the call of Jesus and said, yes.
Let us pray. Lord Jesus, stay with us, for evening is at hand and the day is past. Be our companion in the way. Kindle our hearts and awaken hope that we may know you as you are revealed in Scripture and the breaking of bread. Grant this for the sake of your love. Amen. Let us pray together the general thanksgiving on page three. God of all mercies, we, your unworthy servants, give you humble thanks for all your goodness and loving kindness to us and to all whom you have made. We bless you for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for your immeasurable love in the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we pray, give us such an awareness of your mercies that with truly thankful hearts we may show forth your praise, not only with our lips, but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to your service and by walking before you in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ, our Lord, to whom with you and the Holy Spirit be honor and glory throughout all ages. Let us bless the Lord. Thanks be to God. May the peace of God, which passes all our understanding, keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of God's <laughs> Son, Jesus Christ, and the blessing of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen.